Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. Hello, TikTok Radio. Welcome back to another episode. Happy Wednesday. I hope you guys are having a fabulous day in COVID quarantine. If you're in the U.S. like me, most of us are still under house arrest. Oh, sorry. I mean shelter in place. So we are all waiting out this COVID situation. I hope all of you are staying healthy and staying safe. Remember to wash your hands. I feel like that's what every single person on the internet says right now. But hey, you could use another reminder. Is anyone else getting sick of live streams? I feel like every single celebrity or person out there is constantly live streaming. Honestly, it's so much content, I can't even consume it. So I kind of just peace out and do my own thing. I'm wondering if other people are feeling the same way. I don't know. It's just a lot. It's a big change. And now it's going to be interesting to see how everything shifts after this change. Now, what is also interesting is how much buzz TikTok has gotten since the quarantine started. I really think that this whole COVID situation has boosted the popularity of TikTok a lot. Let me know if you guys agree or disagree. Let me know if you wouldn't even be listening to this or you wouldn't even have downloaded TikTok if it hadn't been for COVID and being super bored and wanting to find a new way to build your business or influence. I am going to have an episode coming up specifically for bloggers and Instagram influencers on how to monetize their following on TikTok and move their following from Instagram and blogs to TikTok because I see that as one thing some of my clients have struggled with is not being a video content creator and not really knowing how to navigate that internet field and then moving to TikTok, it's all video and it's a totally different sense of humor, a totally different vibe. It's very not salesy. It's not about you. It's about what you're providing value for, which yes, that's true for Instagram, but to an extent it is still like all about you. So I wanted to create a resource specifically for influencers who are struggling to monetize on TikTok or grow on TikTok and they can't figure out why this huge Instagram following isn't shared over to TikTok. Now today we are going to be following up our second part of our interview with Alex. Alex is a viral photographer on TikTok who has over 7 million followers since he joined the app in November. He's very business minded. I very much agree with what he has to say about the app. So I hope you guys enjoy the second part of that interview. I also wanted to touch on links in bio today. So I've done some experimenting with my clients to see what works and what doesn't when it comes to having a link in your bio. So I'm going to be giving you guys a couple tips about how to utilize a link in your bio the best way. And if you don't have a link in your bio yet, I'm going to talk about how you guys can still benefit from sharing links in order to monetize and grow your following on other platforms, even if that feature isn't available to you yet. 
As always, if you're enjoying this podcast and finding it valuable, it would really mean a lot to me for you to give us a review in the iTunes store or wherever you're listening to podcasts. That really helps other people be able to find the podcast and show whatever platform you're listening on that we're providing valuable content here. So it would mean a lot to have a review. And if you're listening right now, I would love for you to share a screenshot of this to your Instagram story and tag me. That's at Victoria Jamison like the whiskey. My Instagram handle is below in the show notes. Once you tag me, I will share it to my story so I can say thank you for being one of our amazing listeners. Before we jump into today's TikTok tip, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Today, I wanted to go over best practices for utilizing a link in your bio. Now, some of you might not have a link in your bio yet. Don't worry. That doesn't keep you from monetizing your following. It's just something that you can work towards. Right now, the requirements have been confirmed by TikTok that you need a thousand followers in order to access a link in your bio. You also might need the beta version of the app. And depending on where you live, you still might not have the option available. But don't stress out. I'm going to go over some ways that you can utilize links, affiliate links, and business links, lead magnets in your profile, regardless if you have a TikTok link or not. Now, some creators have actually the option to link their email in their bio as well. I would be interested to hear if anyone listening has that option. Previously, it was only rolled out for verified creators over a million followers. My husband has one. I do not. I'm still at a lowly 500K, working towards that 600K mark right now. But I don't think it's been rolled out to any creators since it was first implemented as a test over a year ago. So if you have that option, I want to hear because I want to know how you got it. As far as utilizing a link in your bio, it's important to remember that this needs to be where you want to currently send people to. Alex talked about in his interview that he actually uses a link to his Instagram in your bio. That is something that I don't 100% agree with unless you are shooting people to one specific thing on your Instagram for a specific period of time. And here's why. You already have the option to link your Instagram and YouTube channel as an icon in your TikTok bio. So I don't recommend using the link in your bio as also a link to your Instagram since you already have that option. Now, if you're linking to something specific like a giveaway or a post that they're having to comment on or something in your story highlights, totally a good reason to use it. So you just have to kind of use your discretion with that. Overall, whatever you leave in there most of the time should be where you want to put push people to regardless of what content is up on your page. So in my case, I have it linked to tiktokradio.com because I want to send people to my podcast. Now, if you're a fashion or a beauty influencer, you might be sending them to your blog or to an affiliate link. This is something we can utilize by switching out different links depending on what your goal is, what posts you have running, where you want to send people. If you have a new YouTube video, that might mean linking to your new YouTube video since the YouTube icon in your bio just goes straight to the YouTube homepage for your profile rather than a specific video. So you're wanting to use that to funnel the eyes to the content you want them to be on. That means if you did a shopping haul, maybe you're going to link to your Like to Know It profile. For those of you who aren't fashion influencers, Like to Know It, it really revolutionized how fashion influencers can monetize their following. So you wouldn't necessarily have to have a brand deal with American Eagle to monetize sharing American Eagle's clothing. So Like to Know It is basically an affiliate program that lets you categorize and list different looks or different products with your Instagram. You can also just use it standalone with links. My one annoyance with it is that you don't get to cash out until like $100, I think. 
Whereas with Amazon affiliates, which is what I mostly use to promote products on my pages, you can cash out like at any minimum. Those are both programs you have to apply for. So depending on what your goal is, it's gonna change what you're putting in your bio. I like to have a link to either my TikTok or my Amazon influencer store, which is if I have a video up that is like top five products from Amazon. That way, when people are wondering what they are, you can point them to your link in your bio. This is really important because a lot of times people are asking, where do I get this? What size does this come in? What colors does this come in? Where can I find that? So it gives you a tool to send people to the next step. Now, a lot of people aren't prepared when they do have something go viral or pop off, as me and Matt say, where it will start to get views and you're getting those questions. So you need to have something prepared to send people to the next steps, whether that is subscribing to an email list. For those of you who are marketers, business builders, maybe you're trying to get clients from TikTok, a free opt-in would be a great option to put in your bio. So, you know, download my ebook for free where I teach you five ways to start your business. Whatever that may be, having that collection tool will help you to monetize your following. Whether that's your store, maybe you're a store owner and you can have your business linked in there so that when people see your videos and they like your product that you're selling, then they can go to your store. I do feel like this is important to note that in direct sales, I teach that your content needs to be personality-based rather than product-based. I could go online and do a ton of cosmetic posts for my brand uh, that I represent in direct sales, but it would not benefit me across all platforms in long term to only focus on selling. I'm selling my personal brand. I'm selling my personality. Remember, this is an app to connect with people, not to necessarily sell. I do think we're going to start to see a revolution of people that are building brands based on TikTok, kind of in the same way that Timmy and Gymshark and Sugar Bear Hair, these kind of native Instagram brands have built. We will start to see that on TikTok. So if you would like to be a revolutionary creator, totally focus 100% on your business, do a separate business profile. But I do recommend trying to build your personal brand and that is what I specialize in and what I talk about the most. So if you are looking for only brand-based content, totally feel free to message me because I do work with a social media company that manages TikTok brands. Overall, it's super important to be intentional with where you're pushing people with your link. Do not waste this link if you have it utilize it, make an opt-in, make an email list opt-in, create that affiliate store, even a page on your website with links to the products that you're promoting or talking about, or, you know, links to free coaching. I've seen coaches that say, you know, book a 15-minute session with me here. It's a link to their calendar where you can book with them. So this is a great way to funnel the people that are interested in more information to either find products that you benefit from with an affiliate link to find you for your services, whether you're a coach or a business that promotes online services, or connect with you further on other networks, whether that's YouTube or Instagram. I do not recommend using a link tree. I don't like link tree at all. First of all, there are a lot of glitches with it. Second of all, it's a little bit convoluted. So usually you want to capture people's attention and get them from point A to point B as fast as possible. When people have to go through two or three steps to get to something, that's when they lose interest or they get confused and they click out. So if you can send them straight to the page where you want them, whether that's your Amazon influencer link, that's your like it to know it profile page, 
That's your blog post that you've promoted in a recent TikTok. Remember, it's not always going to be 100% applicable once you have other content circulating. Keep the link you want in there the most. Do not get tempted to use a link tree and link to multiple things because it confuses people. Sometimes it doesn't work. And personally, you just lose people's interest because they get overwhelmed. Now we're going to talk about what to do if you don't have a link in your profile. You always need to still put a link in your bio. I've seen so many entrepreneurs and influencers miss out on this opportunity. You can create short links with bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y, and make the last part of the handle custom so that I could say like bit.ly slash TikTok coaching. And that would take people to my booking page. Or I could say bit.ly slash shop my TikTok or bit.ly slash TikTok recommendations, bit.ly slash my closet, whatever. You can make that custom to where you're sending people. That way it's easy to type in. You can also put that link in the comments as you. And usually the creator's comment ends up being the top comment because other people will like it. And people can copy and paste it into a browser. So what I would recommend doing is commenting with the link, just the link, no other text, and replying to your own comment saying copy and paste into your browser to view this on like to know it or whatever. That way people have a way and they know how to get that URL from your comment to their browser. I have heard people recommend putting a link from like like to know it or other affiliate linking sites. I recommend making it into as short of a link as possible because I for one am super dyslexic when it comes to typing in links. So I would totally type it in wrong. Like I'm so ADHD, I would not even go through the effort to do that unless it was something I really, really, really wanted to know, which isn't always the case. So I recommend making it as short as possible, as easy as possible, even though you don't have a link in your bio. Put a link in your bio, even though it won't be clickable. If it's easy to kind of transpose, people will still look into it. You could put that same link in your Instagram bio as well, wherever you're trying to send them. Also, put a link in the comments that people can copy and paste and instruct them to copy and paste it. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. If you have any questions about how to utilize a link in your bio further, I would love to delve into that more. If you have questions about free opt-ins, ways to funnel people to other platforms, and more ways to monetize, let me know. Send me an email, victoria at tiktok, like the podcast, radio.com. That's victoria at tiktokradio.com. My email is in the show notes for you so you can copy and paste it because, girl, I know I don't want to freaking type anything in because I'm going to mess it up. All right, guys, we're going to jump into our interview with Alex. If you did not listen to last week's episode, be sure to go back, give that one a listen before we dive into this one. It's going to give you a lot more context and you're not going to be as confused about what he's talking about. I hope you guys enjoy. You said you quit your job recently. Yeah, I quit my job three months after joining TikTok. And about how many followers were you at at that point? Uh, Three. Three million? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. Okay. So when you quit your job, what was the kind of deciding factor in that for you of, you know, a lot of times people uh, say that, you know, income from social media can be really uh, up and down. Like, how did you come to that conclusion that this was where you needed to focus? I came to the conclusion um, two ways. One was the opportunity of TikTok to me was so immense. And I didn't know how long it was going to to last for. And I literally couldn't understand why not every single person in the world was making TikTok videos, trying to get millions of people to follow them so that they can do whatever they love, their whole passion for the rest of their life. Like, I didn't get it. 
I'm like, all I want to do is make TikTok videos every single day so I can grow my following more and more and just be able to do what I love um, for the rest of my life. And just That's be how set. I feel. I'm like, why are people, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why do people not just like go all in and try to, yeah. you know, live their best life? I, I don't know, but that's what I wanted to do. And, and um, having my job, I realized like there's no way I'm going to be able to fully take advantage of the opportunity on TikTok if I'm spending 40 hours in this office. So I decided I literally had a bonus coming up. I could have quit a week, week later and got a, my bonus. I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make TikToks. And sure enough, I made a couple viral TikToks and got a, a brand deal that, that probably beat the bonus that I would have got. Um, so it all, it all worked out. That's so cool. As far as monetizing your following, it's something I've talked about a lot on this podcast. And obviously I'm never going to ask people for like numbers on brand deals and stuff, but what would you say is your main income from TikTok? Brand deals. So do you ever go live? Yes, but I, I don't like doing the, I, I let the donations come uh, without asking. I just, I don't, I don't know. This is just a me thing. I don't like asking for donations. I just don't, I don't like to do that. So I didn't even realize that people were donating actual, actual money. I checked the other day and had a couple hundred uh, dollars in there. Um, but yeah, I don't use lives as a way to, to generate income. Do you uh, license any of your videos for brands to use? I do. I yeah, I recently did a deal actually with um, Adobe Premiere Rush. Oh, um, wait, that's so cool. That's so full yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, well, I was actually using Quick until they reached out to me. Uh, so they kind of forced me to, to learn it. And now, now it's what I use. They hired me to create a 15 second ad for them. They paid me for that video. And um, I also gave them full rights to the video. They can do whatever they want with it. Um, and it actually led to, they liked my video so much that they offered, um, they, they want me to host a virtual workshop to, to teach Adobe Rush to about 50 TikTok creators. Um, so that led to a second opportunity. So I'm going to be hosting that workshop. Wow, that's really cool. That's interesting. They have really good marketing because actually the reason I even found out about Adobe Rush was at Playlist Live. Uh, they hosted probably something similar to what you're describing where a creator was teaching a little workshop on how they use Adobe Rush for their platform. I think it was for YouTube. Yeah, they're smart. Yeah, it was really good too because I think the most valuable thing, just going back to editing software, number one value in Adobe Rush for me is being able to change the aspect ratio of a video, which like previously mm -hmm. I was using Final Cut Pro to edit all of my TikToks because it was the only editing software I could find where I could make it in portrait aspect easily. You know, with iMovie and stuff like that, it really wasn't possible without doing all this rotating and way too complicated. So I do love, you can tell them, I, I support them. <laughs> I love them. Nice. So with getting brand deals, how was navigating that as someone that did not come from an influencer background? Did you, do you have like any type of mentors that help you or a manager or anything? Um, I just dove head first. Um, I don't know. I have a very laid back casual approach to things. Uh, at this point, I'm mainly focused on growing uh, my TikTok following and selecting from the uh, the brand deals that that come through, just selecting those carefully and and doing ones that um, obviously will help me uh, get by and pay the bills, but also ones that I would enjoy because part of quitting my job for me was to not feel like I have another job. So I select my 
my work, my paid work very carefully and try and do things that I enjoy. Um, and right now I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm really focused on growing, growing the following on TikTok because I found that just by doing that, the, the, the opportunities get larger and larger. So it, it makes less sense for me to, to really focus on monetizing right now and um, using up a lot of my, my hours to, to make money at the expense of keep stagnating my TikTok growth, when instead I can go all in on TikTok, explode even further, which will lead to much bigger deals in the future. That's a really smart approach, just because I think a lot of times people do get caught up in the whole like, oh, I can make money from this. And then that, you know, becomes your focus. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, for me, it's, I think it's better long-term for me to just, uh, basically not, not stress too much about monetizing and also, um, reinvesting whatever I do make into my, my business, into content creation. So I, you know, whatever spare money I have, I want to use that to improve the quality of my TikTok videos because like I said earlier, uh, I never want to stagnate. I want my content to always, always improve and be able to look back at my videos a week ago and say, those were kind of garbage. Like, look at what I'm doing now. <laughs> I think that's a huge mindset to have um, to, to continue to grow, even when you've already gotten pretty big. So as far as content creation goes, do you have a content calendar or how do you manage creating full-time? Cause I know sometimes it can be a little overwhelming going from a really structured career to kind of having free reign. So do you have to kind of make a schedule for yourself or how do you manage your content creation? Um, no, I'm a workhorse. I wake up and I work and I work until I go to sleep. So, um, there's always something for me to be doing something to be creating. Um, and I, I just kind of trust, I, I don't like having a schedule because I might tell myself, if I tell myself I have to do X, Y, Z tomorrow, I might wake up tomorrow and, and not be in the mood to do X, Y, Z. So instead I just have like a really broad list of things that I need to get done and whatever I, I feel inclined to work on that day, which is always something cause I, I just like working on things. I'll do that. Um, so it's really flexible and just kind of moves around with, with whatever, my mood is, I guess. How often would you say before all this crazy quarantine stuff happened, were you actually shooting? Um, three times, uh, two to three times a week. Uh, with, in one day, I can get two, two solid like viral videos, maybe three. Um, so if I went out three days, that would give me enough content for uh, seven days of posting for a week. So that would give me daily content. So were you posting once a day? For a while I was until the quarantine thing happened. And um, there was this awesome period of time where I was able to, to post daily because I didn't, I quit my job at that point and there was no quarantine. So ideally like that, that would, that's what I would be doing right now is, is posting daily. And it really, really sucks that I haven't been able to do that since quarantine. Before you quit your job, when you were just starting off, how often were you posting? Probably two to three times, probably three times a week. See, that's so interesting. But I guess because they were getting such a big viewership, it's a little bit different. There's a, you know, a lot of different schools of thought on like how often you should be posting. But I don't think there's ever one set ultimatum. 
No, I always tell people um, that my my best advice for posting frequency is to figure out how long it takes you for you to make your best work. Because ideally, you don't want to post something that's not your best work. You should be putting all your effort into making each video um, to maximize the the chances of it going viral. Because the way that you grow on TikTok is through viral videos. You, you don't get a lot of growth by posting a, a mediocre video that just kind of gets, you know, an average amount of views, like 10,000 or whatever. The growth comes from, from vi virality. You want that 20 million video, that 80 million if you can, or even just that one or two million video. So however long it takes someone to make a video that has that potential, let's say that's two days, then you should be posting um, the fastest you should be posting is once every two days because if it takes you two days to make your best video and then you try and post daily, well, now you're half-assing all your videos and you're not going to get good results. It would actually yeah. be better to take more time to post. So it depends on each person. For me, um, if I absolutely grind, I'm able to post really high-quality stuff daily. But that's like me working all day. Yeah. And I think sometimes people fall into the pigeonhole of only creating content to go viral. I talked about this a little bit on last week's episode. So I think you found a really good sweet spot where you like creating the content that goes viral. So I think finding that content sometimes can be a struggle for people because you don't want to put all this effort into going viral and it being something that's not even on brand or is going to like benefit you long term. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think all your content should be on brand and things you enjoy. Um, me personally, I, I don't like to post, I don't, I don't know if my strategy differs from most people, but I see TikTok as um, a way to collect attention from people. So my only goal of an objective for posting is to go viral. Um, if people want to know more about me or um, learn tips and other things from me, I have my Instagram and my YouTube for that, which I'm trying to funnel all my TikTok followers into. But TikTok is just like the growth machine. It's like the attention machine that I'm trying to get all, all my eyeballs and attention from. I agree with that totally. That's really the biggest factor we're seeing right now is in how it's launching people into these careers as influencers. Is that there's just so much viewership that it really does have the potential to launch you into a career like it did for you. Mm-hmm. So what would you go back and do differently if you were starting TikTok like today, knowing what you know now? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, it's me one of my faves. For... I love stumping people with it. <laughs> <laughs> what would I do differently? My beginning on TikTok was, it was so fast and kind of so smooth that I don't think I would change much from the beginning. Uh, I think I felt stumbled upon things very naturally and it all worked out really beautifully in the beginning. Um, one, one thing I would have done differently is I wish I would have, I kind of wish I had some sort of product to have been able to sell people as I, as I grew that 7 million followers. If I just had a, a link in my bio that was selling a, a $1, I don't know, anything. Um, like a, a course six, or a take home guide or something, a PDF, even like a bracelet, something to wear that says like, I don't know, something photography related or my name or whatever. Um, like literally anything. And just to think of like, even if a small, small percentage of 7 million people were to buy that $1 thing, 
I mean, I could have been pretty, pretty damn wealthy by now. Uh, but I failed to have that product ready or, or to market it. And that's no, that's no big deal at this point. But looking back, it would either be that or having my Instagram bio, my Instagram, um, Instagram link in my bio sooner, because I feel like I get a lot more followers when my Instagram link is in my bio, instead of just, um, connecting it to that little icon that most people don't even know is there. Really? Yeah. I have not heard that. Interesting. Okay. I might have to try that out right now. I have mine linked to the podcast. So, so that's oh, well, if that's what you're put it to wherever you want to grow the most right now, for me, it's, it's YouTube right now. Yeah. And I'm excited. I need to check out your YouTube content. I know you were talking about getting started on there. How do you feel like that's going? I think I had a really successful launch. I, I made this teaser video and I got my first 8,000, 7,000 subscribers. Like, uh, within the first day, which was awesome. I didn't expect that many to follow. Um, I posted a trailer video, which people seem to like. Um, the problem is I can't repurpose. Well, I don't have the, the, I can repurpose my TikTok videos, but they're all vertical is the problem. I shot everything vertically for TikTok and YouTube is the horizontal platform. So um, I'm kind of in a rut content wise with like photo shoots because Ooh, I can't can do I any you, and I can't I have repurpose. An idea. Can I give yeah. you an idea? I love mm -hmm. giving people ideas. Okay. So what if you did like reacting to your own TikToks? So you would do like a story time where you're like, okay, so this shoot I did blah, blah, blah. You can talk about it. You could show maybe footage that wasn't, that didn't make it into the TikTok. And that way it's like you talking, but then you can put the TikTok in the corner like in the, on the other half of it. So people can still see it. Um, and you know, it can be yeah. like talking about your most viral ones or your favorite ones. I and literally, you can show other content that didn't make it like, so like pictures oh, that didn't yeah. make it like, but like sneak, no, like kind of like behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, I actually, I, I literally, that was my first videos reacting oh. to my, my most viral, <laughs> my most viral and controversial TikToks. Um, well, now I'll have my to first go check video. it out. So yeah, you could I, do it like a story time. Is that kind of how you did it? I'm not sure. What is this? What is the story? Okay, time? like a story time would be like you telling the, the story being like, okay, so this day we were in Santa Monica. Yeah, and that's pretty. That's exactly how I did it. I didn't know that that's what it was called. But yeah, it's me telling the story pretty much as the video is playing on the right. That's cool. Okay, well, then keep doing that if it worked, because that sounds like I would watch that. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. And especially those like super fans, like the people that you can count on to follow you to other platforms would probably mm -hmm. really enjoy hearing like, you know, I think some I think a lot of people enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I'm not the best storyteller. I need to improve my my storytelling skills. Um, but it was I think it was a successful video. And um, yeah, maybe I'll do another one. I have some like photography, like giving photography tips or editing uh, demonstrations. That's another idea I might try during quarantine. So yeah, I I've feel like some... that'd be good. I would watch that. I'm still always trying to get better at editing. Yeah, a lot of people have requested that one. So definitely do that one. I thought of one thing I would have done differently, actually, thinking back uh, as I grew my TikTok. And that's, um, I wish I was trying to get more press coverage early on. Um, because that is key for Instagram verification. And there was a point where Business Insider wrote an article on me 
And I knew I was, apparently I was hot news at the time. So I should have been trying to get more publications and that's, it's what I'm doing now. I've been reaching out to all these magazines and online publications, like telling them my story and saying, uh, asking if they could feature me in an article, but I should have done it back when I was, you know, accomplishing that a million followers in a month or 3 million followers in three months and all that, all that stuff. I wish I was doing it earlier. I'd be way closer to Instagram verification now. I think that's something a lot of creators that grow from, you know, not even having a background in social media is sometimes it's so overwhelming that you're just like trying to get through the day and keep it up. And we don't exactly know how we can leverage it the best we can. Yeah. I think that's when it's good to like have mentors and like people in your life that also, you know, do social media, like being able to connect with other creators. I feel like that's super handy in situations like that. Oh my God. I've had some people that have been doing this for a long time that just saved me when I was like overwhelmed or stressed. It's just talking to them and uh, it's great to have people like that. It's definitely a very unique career. (laughs) Yeah. You know, at some point I would love to be a mentor and a uh, person that helps influencers that are just stress, struggling with stress and anxiety from from things. Uh, I'd love to be that person that helps. That helps. That that's a niche in and of itself. Like a, an influencer. I don't know what to call it. Not a psychiatrist, but someone you can talk to when. Like a um, coach. Yeah, yeah. Just oh, that's that's what isn't that literally what you do or something? Yeah, it's kind of what I do. <laughs> now we get to shamelessly plug my Facebook group. Yeah. If you guys want support system as a creator? Make sure you guys are part of TikTok-Squad.com. That's like TikTok, like the app-Squad.com. I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. Alex, you should join us. Yeah, are yeah, you on I Facebook? will. I am, and I will join that because I need that a lot. <laughs> it's the amount of hate. I get doing doing something so innocent in my eyes is just overwhelming at times. Uh, okay, so I'm kind of in the same boat because my husband, he was a Viner. So Vine was pretty savage, you know, like <laughs> like YouTube. Uh, <laughs> people did not hold back. So Matt has been so used to hate uh-huh. for yeah. years since you know, he was like 22 or something, 23. So for me, I had this video go viral that uh, actually was Matt's fault. So it was him telling me, he told me, Hey, you know, that guy that did the, and they were roommates vine. He was like, that is, uh, the guy, Chris Dahlia from the comedian. And he's in you right now, the, the Netflix show. And I was like, Oh my gosh, no way. I have to tell people about this. And so wow. I did a TikTok of it. Well, guess what? That's the wrong guy. And it oh. got like, it, it did not do well for a couple weeks. And then it went viral. And I had like hate mail, like people telling me that I'm like the worst person ever because I got this wrong. And how could I do that? And I was just like freaking out. That's the only thing that's never happened to me before. So I feel that 100% because I had never experienced that until Mm -hmm. recently. So that's, that is like a whole nother ball game is dealing with people that are not happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I noticed there was a TikTok creator yesterday. I saw um, her video show up and it was like an apology video and she apologized for something she did. Like we all make mistakes, but there was, and she talked about how she was getting like hate and threats to like, not only her, but her family. And there was so much hurt and, and pain there from, from all those attacks to her that I wanted to reach out and just be like, Hey, 
um, just try and like make them feel a little bit better because that's exactly what I needed when I was, when I was receiving all those hateful messages. Um, so I really want to be someone that, that can help people get through that, that terrible time when you're getting attacked online. I think even just talking about it and being open with it about being open about your experience with it is like a great way to just show other creators that it's not just them. Cause sometimes it can feel like it yeah. is you and it is your fault. And you know, you, there's something wrong with you. You did something wrong when really it's just the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I had a couple experiences already and I feel like I've already kind of thickened my, my skin or my shell or whatever so that I, I can handle it much better in the future. I think it's something that people don't foresee though, for sure. Like I yeah. thought that I might have experienced, especially being a, you know, almost 30 something woman on TikTok. I think there's so many kids, you know, they're like, oh, you're old or whatever, which, you know, yeah. whatever you can say, whatever you want. But when you're, when you're 27, you don't feel old. <laughs> Yeah. So, but you know, getting those comments, I was like, oh yeah, I get hate, but then you don't know mm -hmm. hate until like you get right. hate. It's like, like it, yeah, it's, it's like a tidal wave. Yeah, exactly. What advice would you give to someone who has a passion that they want to turn into a career like you've done? If I'm imagining someone and they're like, okay, I have this passion and I want to do this full time. Like what, what advice do you give me? Um, I would probably say, well, I would be honest and say, you're going to have to work your butt off to make something like this happen. Um, the people who actually achieve this, this dream, like ask them if they worked hard and 100% of them will say yes. Even the people you don't believe like Charlie and Addison, those girls work hard. Making those videos, believe it or not, is harder yeah, than you would think. Those dances are so hard to learn. Okay? Everyone. Yeah. And just being on camera, making three TikToks a day, like being on camera smiling, that's, that's energy right there. Like yeah. a lot of people haven't made their first TikTok video and you're going to say that these, these TikTok stars are not working hard. Like you haven't even made a single one on your and page. The energy it is and hard like work. The persistence and like, it's just, it is draining having to do something like that constantly and being under the public eye. I just, I yeah. can't imagine. So I would tell them, I'd be honest. I would say you are going to have to work hard. The next thing that I would say is, Make sure that you absolutely love what you're doing because um, a recipe for disaster is working really hard, doing something you don't like that will lead to burnout eventually. A recipe for success is finding something that you love so much that when you work that hard, you don't even feel like you're working. So find that out what that is for you and always stay true to that. Don't deviate from that because you'll be unhappy or you'll be burnt out or you'll just have like another job. Um, so where to put your energy and focus in right now is where the organic growth is the best. Um, it's all about like reach and getting attention. Uh, the, I think the, the easiest way to make your dream happen, whether you love it or not, is by getting social media followers. Like I'm just going to put it as blunt as that. You need the followers. The followers are important. So go where the organic reach is the best, which is TikTok right now. Um, watch all of uh, the TikTok information and all the videos you can listen to all these podcasts, like do what you can to learn TikTok. Um, do what you love, make TikToks blow up, <laughs> blow up on there. And, um, you know, yeah, I think, uh, monetize I think that, it. yeah. And I think, yeah, 
learn how to monetize it. I, I think that comes with social media followers. Like I'm, I'm no, I'm no expert with monetizing, but like people are offering me like a lot of money and I'm not even <laughs> doing anything. They're just ending up in my inbox and it's because I, I have that. followers. So yeah, I always just tell people like, and I hate saying this because there's a stigma about, Oh, liking followers is, is bad. If, if you're all about the followers, it's bad. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, I want social media followers because it's letting me do what I love and get to get paid for it. I'm not doing it for validation. There's other reasons to, to want the followers and they're really valuable to have. Um, so by just focusing on the followers, you actually get a lot of monetization opportunities. Um, at least that's how it worked out for me. Yeah. And I feel like it's important to clarify, like you said, like the motivation, it's not, you're not doing it to get followers to be validated. You're doing it to get followers to grow your brand. I feel like those exactly. are two totally different worlds. Yeah, for sure. So I always like to wrap up with a little speed round. Uh, so I'm going to ask you a few questions and just give me the first thing that pops into your mind. Okay. Okay. Ready? So what is your favorite trend on TikTok right now? Um, the boss bitch slow motion trend. <laughs> I love that one. Okay. Who is your favorite TikTok creator to follow? Um, to follow. Oh, it's this guy. What's his name? <sighs> Damn it. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, okay. Trevor Wallace, the comedian. That guy's funny. Oh my gosh. I love him. Me and Matt. I, I'm so lame. I always try to get him to notice me in his comments. I'm like that girl. <laughs> I'm me like, too i've done that i literally did that yesterday yeah i love him we quote there you know that skit it's funny because i never know anyone that knows him so you know the skit on youtube where they're like um yo is she resting in peace bro like his it's like his grandma that died have you seen that no nah, i don't think oh I my gosh one. i'm gonna send you a link to it you will quote it for the rest of your life me and matt awesome. are always like brah what's up brah like we <laughs> it's really weird um okay i'm gonna send you that uh, what's your favorite TV show? Oof, my favorite TV show. Um, this is like a really old show. I, I don't watch TV much anymore, so it's called Community. Uh, oh, I love Community too. Okay, continue. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I just love it. It was written really well. Like the, I don't know. It's got a lot of clever wordplay. It's just a very clever show. I don't know. And it has um, Donald Glover in it. Yeah, is, Donald you know, Glover. Famous now. Casual. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Matt made me watch all of community when we first started dating and I loved it. And um, okay. So also if you like community, you should watch, there's this show Apple TV put out and it has, um, the guy, like the Indian guy, what's his name on community? Uh, oh, Abed. Yes. It has Abed in it. And it's, he very much plays like the same type of character. Oh, I just okay. love him. Like as an actor, he's really funny. Okay. So it's called, um, mystic something it it's like an apple series anyway what's your favorite podcast my favorite podcast oh man i don't do a lot of podcasts so it, it's probably uh by default like this one is pretty much the only one that <laughs> <laughs> listen to oh you know i've watched david dobrik's podcast so i don't know how much i liked it it's just him talking about random stuff I don't know. I couldn't really sit through a, a whole podcast. I feel like if like I was David listening Dobrik. to David Dobrik talk about like business, I like might be more into it. I don't like podcasts that I'm listening to that don't give me like something valuable to walk away with. Yeah. I'm like that kind of person. Who is your biggest influence um, offer on social media? Um, you know, there's two. So there's Gary Vee, who I talked about. Gary Vee has been 
Gary Vee is the single reason I, I pursued something that was not a, a nine to five. Without him, I would not have even thought that this was like a thing because I'm just like, I was just, I guess, brainwashed to think nine to fives were the only way. So it's Gary Vee, thanks to him, like all of the stuff that I did, even TikTok. I would never join TikTok or heard about it, literally, if it wasn't for Gary Vee. So man, I owe the, I owe the world to that guy. Second is uh, Eckhart Tolle, who uh, has been like instrumental in like helping me. I'm still like struggling with this, but like, I don't know, helping, helping with just life, helping me enjoy life pretty much and not letting things like people, like the internet being mad at you, like completely affect your sense of self and so many things. Uh, Eckhart Tolle is, has been as influential as Gary Vee, those two guys. Literally the, the only people, if you ask me about podcasts I listen to, they don't make podcasts, but I watch their YouTube videos all the time. Pretty much the only two people I, I listen to and regularly for advice. Very cool. And I will link um, both of their YouTube channels in the show notes for anyone that is interested in expanding your horizons. Well, thank cool. you so much for joining me. I feel like you had some great tidbits for our listeners. Um, if you guys have any questions for Alex, I'm sure you can reach out to him on social media. Um, I'll link his Instagram and TikTok below and oh, YouTube so you can check out his content. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right. Thanks for tuning in to TikTok Radio. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of TikTok Radio. Tune in next week for an interview from a viral TikTok creator and another TikTok tip so you can master the For You page and build your brand online.